Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss in what? Adds up to be, I think, possibly our most emotional podcast of the season, Sheck. Because let me lay it out first. Your Penguins were eliminated, A. And B, Martin and I for running our mouths about the Lakers not making the playoffs, which they did, in fact, are going to learn our fate and the cap of consequences. So emotions will run high. Let's start with you, Sheck. I need to apologize to you because when I wrote the outline out last night and sent it, I legitimately thought your Penguins were still alive, and they are not. This game tonight against Columbus means nothing. So I apologize. Do you accept my apology? You're a gentleman. A gentleman <laughs> to the end. I mean, the most important thing is that you won your Penguins don't go to yes. the playoffs. Matt. That's what. That's right. That's what the world over, specifically Eddie Spaghetti, has been most worried about. Not, not his old pal Dave's emotional well-being. As long as Sal makes a couple more scoots, that's what that's what Eddie Spaghetti was worried about. Well, but listen, go ahead. It's no, I, I, Let me I just apologize say to you. Now I think you need to apologize to me because, yes, I did, in fact, bet the pens to not make the playoffs and you scoffed at me. And now it proves that I know more about hockey than you do. So you can now apologize Touché. to me and we'll be even. Touche. Touche. Uh, yes, okay. You have my, you have my heartfelt yeah. apology. Yeah. Thank you. One and two. I think this is a. You know, I guess uh, a noteworthy occasion because mm-hmm. work. This is the first podcast I've done since what I'm calling, and I think rightly, the most embarrassing loss. This sounds hyperbolic, but for Pittsburgh sports fans, the most embarrassing loss of the last half century. To wow. lose when you know the path is clear now. All you have to do is beat the two worst teams in the league. And you make the playoffs, the first team that you get to play in your home joint is the worst team in the league. And they played last night and organizationally, they want to lose the game so that they're in a better draft position. All that adds up to I love it. Two for Pittsburgh, five for the aforementioned garbage men, aka the Chicago Blackouts. Wow. It's the the most not the most painful loss. The most embarrassing loss of the last. Wow, half that's that's interesting because I know what the most embarrassing wins would be, and those are the last five of Ben Roethlisberger's career. So that's oh, that's so definitely shame. my view. Uh, but most embarrassing loss. Now, Martin, I I, I do want to temper our um our uh, <laughs> exhilaration here because we're about to get it because of this cap of consequence thing. The Lakers made the playoffs. I don't know. Should we just get right into it now? Babyface Joel mm. Solomon and and Sheck put their heads together, and they're gonna find out what we. Is there anything you won't do, Martin? You've um you've had to wear dirty masks, COVID masks on your head, uh, which was pretty ugly. Um, I went to see eighty for Brady with meatballs and Babyface. That sucked too. But I'm not looking forward to this at all. If there's anything that I've learned 
It's mm-hmm. whatever I say right now will be <laughs> what comes out of the cap of consequences. Smart. So I have a few ideas of what we're going, what I was going to put into the cap. I will provide them after the drawing, but at the oh. moment, I can't say anything. <laughs> we don't have to. What are you talking about? We're going to the electric chair. We don't need to. We don't have to supply <laughs> the needle here. Let, let them figure it out, and we'll. We'll. Uh, yeah, this is not going to be fun. All right. Well, let's let's just get it over with. I think, uh, baby face. What's what, appropriate? What did What's you guys fair, talk though? To? Before we dip into the cap. Yeah, Dave, mm-hmm. you do you, you do this dance. Your pellet, I mean, your, your team uh, missed the playoffs. Right. Go ahead, revel in this. No, yeah. my team is the Lakers, baby. That's, yeah. uh, that's, that's, that's where I'm at. I loved watching LeBron shoot the ice into his veins, stealing uh, Schroeder's bit there right in front of him. No, no, no shame right. in that. Um, but yes, do we sh- should we have a, a little powwow right now in advance and decide what goes into the cap? Baby yeah, well, there's some things, I, I think you, you, yes, read off five or whatever, however many, um, you know, possibilities there are. And, you know, there might be some that Martin and I say we just absolutely won't do, right? Like, we're not going to fight a lion in the middle of crypto or something like that, right? Is that, so take that out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So no you want to run them by? Fights. Okay. Run them by, I think. I don't know. What, how many you got? Go ahead, baby face. Why isn't uh, shouldn't Gunnels be here for the he, ceremony? We tried to get him. He was he was uh, he was booked. He gets booked uh, early if oh, you okay. don't get him uh, early <laughs> enough. But he will be here for the payoff. That's for sure. All right, baby okay. face, show show that baby face. So in case we decide to make a video of this. All right, we have. Whoa, I think, whoa, turn it off. I was, okay, okay. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have like uh, seventeen. We have. I think Dave came up with seventeen. No, in typical no, come Dave on. Fashion. Oh, come on. Go ahead. This can't right. be the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Taco Tuesday. In honor yeah. of LeBron's famous Taco Tuesdays, the loser must eat a taco filled with clippings from Tuesday's edition of the LA Times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that wouldn't be great. All right. It makes sense. <laughs> chalk, chalk toss. LeBron, obviously famous for his, his chalk toss, where he throws the talcum powder up in the air all over himself and mm-hmm. the crowd. The losers walk through a space outside while the EP staff tosses talcum powder on them. All right. That's embarrassing. Oh, I thought they had to do that one while they were podcasting. If they're outside, I, I you know, that's a marginal. All right. We could do okay. that okay. old pod. That's a live thing. That'll get that messy, messy, but yeah, that's fine. That'll be live. All right. All right. You have to uh, dress up in full Lakers gear and go to the pickup court of Dave's choice, probably Venice Beach. And get in a pickup game, the two of you. No, no, no. Wait, I amended that one. I said you. I like. I like that. Instead, since they've rebooted in real life, white men can't jump. I want you Mm -hmm. to dress as the two guys, as Harrelson (laughs) and Snipes, dress in those costumes and go to Venice Beach. And without explanation, (laughs) that's the key part. You don't go like, ah, we lost the bet. Sorry, everybody. You're not allowed to do that. You just got to try to jump in, pick up in a five on five game, and just play ball. Do I come off a train and Martin's like, I want that guy, that schlubby. Uh, that that part's up to yeah. you, but that okay. this is that's my favorite one. That is, right. I, if you guys had to do that one, that would be the best. All right. We can keep going. Black Mamba, the losers must have a snake put on them for the entire podcast. <laughs> so That's not great. Jake the Snake vibes. That would suck. All right. Darvin ham sandwich. Sal and Martin have to eat a ham sandwich containing human beard hair. 
You people are that's so too gross. That so one's too right, gross. That's too gross. Martin, right, if that if it was your beard hair, you would eat it, or even that? No, is that at gross? Least, hey, at least the grizz out of this. All okay. right. <laughs> the, the crypto, the crypto center uh, after the famous arena now uh, that used to be called the Staples. You guys will have to spend an hour in a coffin. Oh, I can't. Oh, that I won't do. I'll I'll eat a snake. I'll eat the black mamba before I do that. You won't lay in a coffin for. I can't do it. I can't even get like MRIs and stuff. I can't do it. I'll freak that out. Feels. I mean, wait, wait, hold on. An hour. Coffin top open or coffin top? Where closed? are we gonna get a coffin? Oh, we gotta go to Costco and oh. spend fifteen hundred bucks on a yes. coffin. That's All goddamn right. right. We get we can approximate the dimensions of a of a coffin. All right. Put you in a black box. You'll be like Aaron Rodgers for an hour. Uh (laughs) Or there's a, you have to shave your heads to have a LeBron flesh yarmulke. I don't know who came up with this one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I I feel like I'm close anyway. Uh, All right. Are there more? I mean, I think that's, I think we've covered it. I think we've, yeah, I, don't, uh, okay. I think that's, I think that's a good, a good amount right there, my friend. I'm going to shave, you're going to shave your head. Oh. No, I rough. really have no, I don't want to do that, but it's been a long time. So I got a haircut anyway, but I don't want to shave my head. Like I was planning on getting a haircut today. All this right, Joel, are, are you karma. prepared? Do we have this? Do we have these on slips? You're going to put them in my hat. Who's got them? Check, oh, check. you have them. You, you seem I, to be. Oh, I don't have yourself. them. No, I don't have them. I mean, listen. If I if we them. if you want to go unorthodox, I don't know yeah. if this is cool. I know this defies the rule of the cap of consequences. I would just cut to the chase and say, if it, if it were me, I'd say, go play basketball at Venice Beach, dressed like the the white men can't jump guys. That would be the best. I mean, the visual of you guys what? going out. And I'd like Sal because Snipes is shorter than Harrelson. I want him in the Snipes outfit. With the oh, biker's hat turned backwards and the biker shorts. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Do we want to save this for the very last thing we do on the podcast, or and and just go on, or do we want to do this now? I don't know. What show business wise? What's what's the better play here, Babyface? Sal, you can't avoid this. We're doing it right now. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I, I, I definitely want to see that everyone is exactly one that goes into the cap. There. I say well, put the snake. I think the snake in. is great. They seem to fear okay. that one. Yeah. White men can't jump going in. Okay. All right. I mean, who knows what you're dropping? Okay. No, yeah, no. I, 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 yeah. All right. We were getting rid of Darvin ham sandwich. That is not going in. I was actually looking forward to that. Yeah. Taco <laughs> Tuesday going in. All right. <laughs> Make sure that one gets lost when you drop it. That one's not as good. Yeah. Going in. All right. All right. Those are the four. Those Come are the on. Four. Come on. I don't even know what are you, what are we rooting for here, Martin? White man can't jump. I, 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 I white man can't jump would be funny. I can't lie. I know, but uh, I could I could die not from the embarrassment of the costume, but running around playing uh, basketball for four minutes. I thought that would be a fun a fun part. You think like bits over? Like no, no. Now you yeah. got to actually play. All right, all right. You tell me when, sir. It's it's Dave's thing. I don't know. Oh, when? All right. Here we this go. One's for you, Gunnels. Oh, you're, you're dropping. You're reading. You're dropping. P- pull it out. There you go. All right. Uh, okay. What is it? Uh, white, white, white man, man can't jump. jump. All right. I can, I can, all right. If there was ever right. such a fix. I mean, that's Patrick Ewing going to the Knicks right there. That that <laughs> fixed that pulling. He put all that right. piece of ripped paper in the freezer. 
Just before right, we, so we got not trying to eat the LA Times, bro. <laughs> you don't like you hate the LA Times that much. All right. Well, that's that. White men can't jump. All right, that, that would be embarrassing, but fun, I think. I don't know. It could go a lot of different ways. It's a fun one. I mean, one. it could be worse. We could be dressed up as Cinderella having to go put Listen, basketball. we got a, yeah, we got a lot of these. We got Gunnel dressing up as Cinderella for his cap of consequences, him falling short of March Madness. We got this. Um, it looks like Mikey Meatballs is gonna be doing something terrible soon. We'll get to that in a second. But let's recap this NBA while we're talking basketball the bulls beat the raptors they now play at miami on friday i love toronto yesterday uh martin and then they go 18 for 36 shooting foul shots and i want to know where all the nba holes who want to crush college kids are when a team goes 18 for 36 from the line in a home playoff game basically i don't, I don't hear a lot of them but we're just going to skip that that's fine that's a fine performance and uh, that's that. Did you were you on Toronto, Martin? Uh, I was, but I, I didn't feel strongly either way. Uh, but I would say this though: a huge lead too. Yeah. Where were the Toronto fans? You hear all this stuff about Toronto and Jurassic Park and and Drake's at the at the games dancing right. on the sidelines. How is it that one little girl seemingly affected an entire NBA lineup? The whole, they shot fifty percent from the line, and multiple people on both sides of the of, of the coin here uh, said Demar Derozan's daughter screaming at the top of her lungs impacted the free throw. I'm just saying, what type of voice does she have that cuts through twenty thousand people? It's amazing, and they should sign her to a ten day contract, I think. But you're right, check. Um, one person should not make that much of a difference. Eighteen for thirty six. One person. One person who has school the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they threw a parade today, I think. I don't think she's going to school. <laughs> it um, really is wild in the NBA. I mean, obviously, it's a, you know, everybody now, it's not like 15 years ago when the narrative was like, man, these kids coming out of college just can't shoot. Now everybody's mm -hmm. a shooter. So it's bizarre that you would, as a team, be that poor in a in an obvious must-win game. Yeah, wild. Is this going to influence NBA players to have kids when they don't, they're not necessarily ready? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> if they can get, they can get kids on their side, I'm not sure. All right. Uh, Thunder Pelicans, that game uh, resembled more uh, two teams trying. The home team lost again, though. 123-118. OKC wins. So, Martin, all four road teams covered so far in these play-in games. Three of them won. And the Lakers should have lost, right? Like, I, I don't know. The home teams used to roll through these um, play-in games. I don't know what's going on. Uh, the Lakers should have lost. The Pelicans should have won. Man, if, if only the Pelicans had, you know, a high lottery pick that, that could have <laughs> impacted what was going on on the court last night. If only. What that about that? Huge. What about if Chad Holmgren, what if he's – <laughs> little better than average. Could they be like a three seed in the West check hmm. West, which is kind of like a toss up anyway, next oh, year. You, wait, you mean Zion? Oh, I'm sorry. What am I talking about? Oh yeah. I'm talking about, right. I, I thought you meant, okay. So yeah, I, he's I, I flipping it, it the other way, way which is I an gotcha. interesting point yes. that I hadn't really considered at all. Cause yeah. that one's so long gone. We've never, in fact, we never even saw that one. The, the Zion right. is, is, feels much more tragic and, yeah, and downright crazy. bizarre even oh, because he's, it, it's he's not physically long gone, Dave. Just turn the game on 10 minutes beforehand. You just see him doing 360 windmills and going between <laughs> the legs and, and doing everything but playing defense. 
Don't you yeah, step up as a coach. Isn't there anybody who could tell him this is a bad look? The better you look, the worse you look in the pregame. Isn't that? Well, isn't it's also like so and with, with everything so controlled from a PR standpoint, you would think somebody from the Pels would get in the way of Zion and the microphone before he says like, oh, yeah, I'm physically good to go. I just don't know if I'm in the right headspace for this. Like, what? What do you what do you mean? You don't know if you're in the right head? That's what he said before uh, over the right. last few days there. Bizarre. Yeah. It's too bad, too, because the Pels are a likable team. And I would love to see yeah. that emerging market of Nola be involved in in the mix and all of that. The question is, did Ingram get tapped on the elbow? I don't think like people said, like, oh, he didn't oh, yeah. touch him. He didn't touch people immediately said the analysts watching it said, I don't think he touched him. Like, I don't think there's the human instinct to react as quickly as Ingram did if yeah. he wasn't touched. He's not in that headspace. Like, call, hey, look what, what the and one, right, Rev? If he wasn't touched, I think he was uh, tapped on the gonna, elbow. And then we have a different a story going to overtime. We're going to have a million of those in the next few weeks. Just uh, not, no, no, no exaggeration. Yeah. One million of those. We're don't worry, see. Dave. The, uh, the last minute report will come out and, uh, and they'll say that it was, it should have been a file. It should have been a free throw. But watching this game, you know, it just was driving me crazy. I saw it on Twitter too, because you know, people, were, man, the Pelicans should be better than they are. They should. I mean, they got a good big guy in Valanciunas, and Brandon Ingram is a three level scorer, and CJ McCollum is a good enough guy. He was the number two in Portland forever. He's a good enough guy to be a number three. They really needed like a you know a real a dynamic point guard that could to push the pace, set guys up. If only there was one in that draft. Oh wait. <laughs> the, the guy who drafted right behind Zion missed 27 something games due to suspension this year and still will play more this season than Zion has in his career. Yeah. Yeah. And that is for people who aren't paying attention. John Moran. There you go. And I, well, that leads us to um, our pick it now. So there's two playoff teams that we don't know about. are going to play Friday. I don't know why they didn't do this. They should have done the East conference Tuesday, Thursday and the West conference Wednesday, Friday. But now there's no basketball tonight. That doesn't make sense. I know that they don't want to give someone an advantage because of the way they did it. But so let's pick a winner anyway. I'm going to pick. We'll pick a finalist. So the Bucks are favored at plus 275. The Celtics plus 325. Suns plus 425. Um, I, I picked the Bucks in the beginning of the year. I'm going to stick with it. And I'm going to pick them to beat the Grizzlies at 27 to one odds. You get that pairing, which is not a very sexy matchup, but that's me guys. Not very sexy. As you'll see in my white men can't jump uh, costume the next <laughs> week or whenever. Uh, I don't whatever to say about the bucks they are underappreciated all year. I know Martin, you had uh, Giannis for MVP. doesn't look like that's happening, but when that team won 16 in a row against good squads, I feel like they become the hardest out. They won't be be beat. They won't be be beat. Four games. They just won't. Giannis, uh, Drew Holiday, Lopez, and a healthy Middleton. They feel like they're getting a healthy Middleton. Knee injury will subside, and they won't be beat. Now, the Grizzlies, 51-31. and 31. This is a team no one's looking at, Shaq. Everybody's like, oh, the West, the Lakers, the Warriors, this team, 35-6 and six at home. And if the Nuggets get picked off and Memphis keeps advancing, they'll have the home court over the rest of these nerds. I like. Taylor I mean, no Jenkins. one's talking about the Grizz. How about the Nugs? They have. Yeah. I mean, well, everybody I loves to claim That's disrespect true. on behalf of their favorite sports team, like mm-hmm. in, in media. It is wild, really. When's the last time you know? Um, the one seed, yeah. You know when Nick Foles 
was had to start late for Carson Wentz. That was the first time a one seed was an underdog in the first round. But it feels like the top three teams in the West right now in the NBA, no one thinks has a real shot, a shot of getting to the final. Well, except right. for you, I guess. But I mean, uh, you know, but uh, for real, isn't that funny? More people are on the Lakers and I get the brand is popular and all of that. But um I'll go Suns losing to the Bucks to answer your initial question. All right, question, I wasn't but, I wasn't done with my thing, but that's okay. That's no, but okay. I I I, yeah. I was with you before the season even began on how the Grizz were put together there. Um, I don't know. That's a the the whole jaw thing and the come apart. The the the. the I think he plays with that. a chip on his shoulder. I think I he's know. the story of these playoffs. I don't love that they lost Stephen Adams, but Jaron Jackson, likely Defensive Player of the Year, and they. They're second best versus teams over 500. I think they're battle tested. You forget, you still think of them as a young team, but they won a playoff series last year. The Grizz did as a two seed and then lost to the Warriors who ended up winning it, you know? So Martin, but the other part of it might be, we just hate the Lakers, you and I, and we're going to keep picking against them. So I don't know. I might be too biased, but that's my pick. Bucks over Grizzlies. Check. You're going, you said Bucks over Suns. Yeah, Bucks are plus 275 to cut down the Nets figuratively, not literally. And by uh-huh. the way, before this tournament begins, I have to say it again. Hey, pro guys, take a little something from the college game. Why don't you cut down the Nets? It's such a cool moment, such a cool, iconic thing to trim the Nets and a rallying point for the coach and the players. And you get to take that net and put it around your neck and all that stuff. Why don't you do that, NBA? Fun idea from Dave for you. No charge for that one. <laughs> Um, the Suns, though, get into the finals plus 190 um, out of the West. I'm going to stick okay. with that. All right. Martin, what do you got? So I don't mean to just draft off you, but we got the same matchup. Oh, we do. I, okay. the, key, the key to the first, the key to the Grizzlies is getting through the first round. Uh-huh. They get through the first round. Jaron Jackson Jr. doesn't foul Anthony Davis a million times. I think, just like John Moran said, they don't really have any. It's like this whole Western Conference, as we've seen, has been this hodgepodge to this and that. And, yeah, the Grizzlies have lost uh, Brandon Clark, and that's going to hurt throughout the playoffs, and and uh, Stephen Adams. Adams. But who who are the bigs in the West that I'm concerned about going forward? Like, outside of, and, and like you said, you want to talk about disrespect. My mentions were full of people who said Mountain Time got all the disrespects uh, in that we, we, we should talk about. about that in a minute. I do have that on the on the sheet there. Yeah, Grizzlies are minus 140, Lakers plus 120. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah, going to go I, down. But we're we're going to lose a lot of money betting against the Lakers this year. That's all That's all there is to it, Martin. We can't get around I, it. My two Western Conference series bets that jumped out to me, which I, mean, I don't know, maybe I'm a sucker, but the Sacramento Kings and the Grizzlies, they yeah. just both it, get Kings at good plus money right now, too. I'm, I'm somewhat the excited. The Bucks I, well. I, I, let, let's just get rid of this crap this Friday and get into the playoffs and uh, and then get into the NHL players. We're going to talk about in a second. Let's give Caesar some love. Get we'll into right the back. NHL. Brad, let playoffs. me just say. Let me just say this. White. <laughs> Wait, I just threw the break. Said, You're talking over a you commercial. Did? Well, I yeah. do want to say Weiss just made the point that contradicts what he Brett, like. It does matter that the Grizz wanted. That's why I'm down on the Kings. They're they're a year too soon. They'll get their experience, and next year they'll be a dangerous. Team to play the quick thought experiment. I'm planting this seed for you is Uh would the Sixers be the favorite in the West right now? I think they would. I always feel bad for that team that would probably survive one half of the bracket, but they're just jammed up as a like, yeah, they're probably not going to be able to get past the Seltzer Bucks. And so they're an also ran on their side of the bracket. Too bad. 
I'm with you. Probably a favorite. Yeah. All right. Let's go to, uh, like I said, give some nice words about Caesars here. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesars Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-COLORADO, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF, Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117-NEW YORK, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, we're going to revisit the NHL here, Sheck. I'm not done with you. So mm. the Isles win, and like I said, I'm giving Eddie and Michael $50 because they each supported me throughout this journey of the Penguins <laughs> to not make the playoffs. I cashed in on that 3-1 to one bet where, Sheck, you had to be selfish and root against me winning. You should mm-hmm. be always rooting for your friends here, but you weren't. So Eddie and Michael, $50 each. I, I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh you could take any bet you want. I imagine it's going to be NHL uh, team to win the whole thing. Eddie, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, Jesus. I'm so excited, Eddie. Because uh, I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm I, go, I know what he does. He doesn't want to take, take the, the lead. I'm going to take the, to win the Stanley Cup, I'm going to take the Dallas Stars. <clears throat> wow. That's my pick. Yeah, I'm going to pick a West Coast, a West team. I think the path is way easier. Um, it's tough to repeat. Uh, I know people want to pick the avalanche and people are high on the Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton Oilers. I'm sorry. You can prove it to me that you could still defend and you could play a good goaltending, um, which I'm not sure if they are capable of doing that. Dallas is a pretty deep team. They're good in all facets. And like I said, the main thing is the East is a gauntlet. The West is not. And, um, I think mm-hmm. their, their path is relatively easy. All right. I think, um, our buddy Todd Furman loved Dallas. He was trying to sell us on in a, a couple months ago. Okay. So 
This is interesting. Uh, Mikey Meatballs, who's your $50 going on? I like the self-insulation by emotional self-insulation by spaghetti there. He doesn't that's want why, to lay it out there. That's 100% right. And that's why I'm not even that excited over the Penguins not making it. It's like, great. Penguins didn't make the playoffs. I'm still nervous about my team. I don't care about anything else. Yeah, but you well, got you $50 can't, One out thing's of for it. sure. You can't now say the NHL is in the bag for the Penguins when they didn't even put them into the playoffs, right? Well, I'm very glad I'm to deal with the the fan base crying over every penalty. But well, you know, Shaq, what are they supposed Panarin to do? Like the, the the refs can't pick the puck up and throw it into the net. You got to score it's against like a bad team, right? I know. I, don't I, know. Know. Uh, I know. All right, Michael, what do you say? Well, I already have the Islanders all over the place. So give me <laughs> the Oilers to win really? the Stanley Cup. Yes. Okay. Where McDavid, are they? I, this might be McDavid's last chance as an Oiler to. Really? Get it you and Eddie, so. you and Eddie both say that, right? Why well, is it his last chance? Or dry cycle, one of the two. I think they they can't do it this year. They have to change something up. Hmm. Interesting. Dry cycle right. for I don't know Brian Dumoulin and Jeff Carter. How about that? Let's let's get that trade talk going right now. What's fascinating as Spaghetti touchdown, and we've been talking about for literally. Um, almost three seasons now. The Wales Conference, nay, East Conference in the NHL is loaded up, but good. The Bruins, plus 175. Imagine that, plus 175, a historic juggernaut of a team because the Canes are there, plus 500. I think overstated. Uh, those odds are too short for them. Their spaghetti's rags also at plus 500. This is and the one in the East. Yeah. Just to, just to get through the Wales Conference, right? right? Then the Leafs at plus 550 and the Devs disrespected at plus 65. Want to talk about disrespect? How about the Lightning, who've had the most? All right. Success well, you can't the say the top seven teams are disrespected. You, you have to give you what the why, odds That's why are. they have odds. Yeah, I know. I'm just listing the Islanders what they are, are disrespected people. at twenty five to one. That's the disrespected team. But wow. it is interesting that nobody wants to touch the Bruins. It's plus two eighty must be the shortest odds I think of uh, anyone heading into in in many it's years. Wild, like right? To, that's my. I point. like to see it. No, the wild are 20 to one. Oh, all right. All right. We'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I'm off. So everybody knows I got you. I, I do want to say, so I've made all these uh, futures bets and I bet all the unders and I did kind of well on it. I think I must've made a comeback because Super Bowl week, I asked spaghetti and meatballs. I'm like, how am I doing on these? They're like, loser, loser, loser. I'm like, oh my God. But then I saw, uh, I ended up winning a lot of these. I bet player props under total goals scored, total points scored under and I'm going to win uh, most of them. Hmm. I have one outstanding, Jake Gunsel. Well, I have, I have three outstanding, but I don't think the Rangers... Are the Rangers playing their guys tonight, Spaghetti? You think they'll play a full squad? As far as I've seen, I think, uh, yeah, I know that, I mean, maybe they they may start Halak, uh, backup goaltender in this game. Uh, there were some injuries on the defensive side, but I think everyone's probably good to go. I have Kreider at under 38 and a half goals. He has 36. I should be good there. I have Panarin under 93 and a half points. He has 91. Should be okay there. They don't have to play. But the one that's worrying me, and this is really where you should put your money, Jake Gunsel, uh, under 35 and a half goals. He has 35, Sheck. He's gotten five games in a row without a goal. Before that, he had four straight games with a goal, and he's plus 128 to score tonight. And so I urge everyone to jump on that because... I can't win. They won't let me win that. They I think, well, I, it's funny because I think that, you know, what are the, they, they can't just, uh, you know, a lot of people, it's almost like the reverse of preseason in they football. It's like, players. sit all yeah. your valuable guys. Don't put them yeah. out there in case they get some long-term injury. But 
obviously you can't just put nobody out there. Like they're not going to call yeah. fans out of the stands to play the game. So Jay Gensel is going to be out there. I don't know if the big three are going to be, if they're going to tip their cap to them and allow them because they, their streak is never having played in a meaningless regular season game. So they oh, may I love it out of Will you uh, watch spirit. this check. Will you no. DVR this uh, Columbus game? No. You know what? Maybe I will. It's the last chance to, <laughs> to look at my guys for a few months. So maybe I will check go. them out. We'll see. So, yeah. could, couldn't you just bet on Gunsel to score tonight? Uh, yes, I, I could, but I, and I probably, I, I'm, I don't know what, what's going to happen. Do you want happen. the sweat? Yeah, of course I do. I'm an idiot. Sicko. No, I told you that. <laughs> uh, no sweat betting the Rays 12 and 0 now. 12 and 0. I, I asked the, uh, the against all odds guys, when do we take this undefeated run seriously? Martin, <laughs> everybody jokes about a team going 162 and 0, but what would the record have to be before you like, eh, my team could actually make a run at it here? What would they have to be? What would you say? <laughs> if they get if they get to 75 and 0, yeah. I'm going to really start taking it seriously. <laughs> oh, no, uh, would you? Like I I said 125. <laughs> But also, <laughs> it would depend how they won. If they were winning thirteen to two every game, mm-hmm. it might be before that, right? If they're edging out four three winners, you know, it's a different story, right? Anyway, if a team um, edged out one hundred and twenty five four three wins in a row, <laughs> that the world would break. Definitely going to happen. This yeah. is the worst undefeated baseball team of all time. Oh man, twelve and zero. Interesting. Now our race to disgrace. Let's update that. Mikey meatballs. You're in a little trouble here. You took checks pirates. The idea of this was whoever gets to 10 losses first is sweat free. Whoever gets to 10 losses last, uh, has to dip into the cap of consequences, which is an ugly place to be as uh, Martin and I learned today. Um, meatballs, the pirates are seven and five. So you got five, five losses to go. I have the Rockies. They're five and eight. I'm in decent shape. Um, spaghetti Red Sox are five and seven. You're in decent shape. So you have a two game lead over meatballs and Martin and check are, are leading the way. Check has a nationals four and nine. Martin was wise to take his tigers at two, two and nine. You're feeling good. Martin, you're going to win with the tigers. That's fun, right? I should, I should get it done tonight as the blue Jays, uh, should wrap it up and take care of business for me. I just like to state, I know that we, I, didn't have to pick the Tigers because of the scheduling and so on. <laughs> However, yeah. there wouldn't have been too many better teams, maybe the Royals to pick. But 11 games, nine losses. The Dave's 13 games, yeah, nine true. losses. That's true. You're right. You didn't well, like the pitch clock now. Two off days in the first, in the first doing the pitch clock 15 era, days of the season. Well, we did say Take we were going to do it by the, you know, the by the calendar. So it would be exciting if uh, one team won four minutes before the last. But it doesn't matter. The winner doesn't get paid, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, meatballs. We might just want to make meatballs watch eighty for Brady again. I don't think there was anything worse for uh, for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any private screening. I'm not sure it's still in theaters. Well, um, maybe, maybe it could be. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Dwayne Dwayne. From uh, from the Cosby offshoot, uh, different world. Who then is Wesley Snipes' sidekick? And white men can't jump. And oh. wants to go to Sizzler, right? Maybe he could play that role for you. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Maybe. Plenty of roles Maybe. there. Yeah, we'll we'll integrate the uh, cap of consequences. So now baseball games, miraculously, because of this clock, are twenty five minutes shorter on the average. And what they didn't figure out is they didn't think that quicker games meant less time for fans to drink and eat. So now Major League Baseball is extending, I think it was, what was it, babyface? The beer sales 
used to go to the seventh inning and now it's going to go to the eighth inning. I think that's that, what it is. That's correct. An extra, extra innings for fans to, to drink. This is very exciting. This is, yeah. this is good news. Yeah. They're not going to lose money on this, right? They have to, they have to make money. So they either have to double the b- price of beer or add an inning and lefty for the Phillies, Matt Strom says, this puts the fans at risk. Shaq does it. You famously got drunk and made out with a girl in the bleachers uh, once. That was like two, three years ago. No, Something like I that. Know. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember when that was. But uh, so she yeah, was got, at risk. It, she was certainly it, at risk. But yeah, as it happened. Well, like, yeah, you 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 get within. You know, if you're a lady and uh, you get within <laughs> fifty feet of Damashek, you may well go home plus one. You know, right. in your belly. Um, Yes, as it happens, I've I, I've been drunk at a number of ball games over the uh-huh. decades, and uh, so yes, I'm steeped in in knowledge on this subject. I love that for my entire life, I was sold the canard that like, well, it would be dangerous to do it, but oh wait, this is affecting our bottom line. Well, I guess right. we can expand it by a year. Yeah, I, I I suppose it is a little dangerous to be serving beers, but hopefully everybody's taking the train home or Uber, Uber or otherwise. Well, I'm thinking now. Yeah, more car accidents regardless, right? If 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 people are raising their blood alcohol content late in the game, probably going to lead to a few more. Also, more pressure, and I'm feeling this because I'm going to see the Mets Dodgers on Tuesday, more pressure on people to get to the games on time. It used to be uh, you can get there in the bottom of the yeah, first, but so you're going to miss more That's car accidents point. that way too. So it's a big deal to miss the first inning. So um, I don't know. Maybe an Uber plan is the right way to go. Martin, you're okay with them extending the – Beer sales in inning? Well, because every complaint I've heard about these rule changes, especially in regards to the pitch clock, which if you're not a fan of, I don't know how you live your life, mm-hmm. but they've all been like, I like to go to the baseball game and relax and sit out and sprawl, and and I expect it to take all day, and so I, I buy get that. my beer, my popcorn, and my, my Cracker Jacks and all that. Well, now you got an extra inning to get your beer, popcorn, and Cracker Jacks. You yeah. Know. So there you go. Congratulations. But, I'm yeah, happy for, for I'm those just trying to think because it sucks because there's a shorter game and you're waiting more time in line. Well, not more time, but the time you're waiting in line is a bigger percentage now of the game that you're going to miss. I don't know. I, I Listen, the pitch clock is great, but they got to figure this out. Are you cool with because it's starting to come out that, you know, in pro football, cool. guys yeah. have have boozed during games, you know, like a couple and, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. Eric Wolf of the, of the Broncos conceded. Yeah. Maybe a little, uh, hallucinating, uh, hallucinating during the 60 minutes of gridiron and Keith Hernandez famously drinking a beer while game six was still going on. And I remember being at Dodger stadium once and the Dodgers were still playing and being in the club underneath Mm -hmm. the stands there. And Derek Lowe, the starting pitcher that day was down in the bar with his girlfriend and another couple having drinks and everything. Are you up on Mount Pius about the, all this sort of thing happening? Or are you cool with it? I don't think it's great because it's going to lead to car accidents. Wait, what did we have earlier? No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm cool with it. It seems like it's uh, asking for a lot of trouble unnecessarily. And you know, this is not a seven hour game. You could not drink for two and a half hours. Right. <laughs> I guess so. it's kind of <laughs> funny though. <laughs> what'd you say martin yeah it's work Dude, you're at work yeah you know, you're like you're at work you could just you know not many people get to drink at work if you want to drink oh, at work you can work at a bar. well i'm drunk now so bad news all right listen <laughs> let's all uh sober up we'll take a quick break and we'll give our plays of the day for thursday 
10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, sticking with baseball, Phillies and Reds. Phillies a plus number. Now, they've been one of the bigger disappointments in baseball so far in the last uh couple weeks first couple weeks i guess they've lost two in a row the reds are living up to everyone's expectations on the other hand they've lost three in a row i see that spiral continuing bailey falter on the hill for philadelphia saturday against the reds he's the lefty went five innings gave up an earn run allowed four hits reds offense 28th in the league plus 115 against the reds i'm taking that every time this year filthies win 7-3 martin Martin, no NBA. Again, I'm a little annoyed at that, but I like that Phillies pick, man. Uh, I'm going to do a two team parlay. I'm parlaying the Yankees against the, I like the Yankees tonight. The Twins Mm -hmm. do not win. Uh, They're two and 13 since 2018 in New York. That's pretty bad. Uh, I can't even believe it's that good. Yeah. Taking the Yankees on the money line and a parlay of that with the Blue Jays on the money line because the Tigers will lose. Their 10th oh, game tonight. There you go. Martin clinching. And I'm right also there. taking the Blue Jays minus one and a half because the Tigers going to lose this thing. They, I they hate your killed. team. You hate your team. C-Sheck, this is the way <laughs> to do it. And then you weren't not so upset about the uh, Penguins. Well, Weissman can jump in, in Damashek's eyes <laughs> because I, too, am going with the Yankees oh. over the over the Twinks uh, in Yankee Stadium. Um, Ryan has won both of his starts, the second of which, though, he gave up four to the Astros. Better competition than in his first go around, no matter either way, because Johnny Brito, I love these guys who who are making the scene in major leagues. It's it's a pretty dependable thing that if you're a talented kid, your first go through the league usually ends up in your team's favor. And by the way, the Yankees have um, twice as good a run differential as the twins. So I'm going lay the run and a half on this one for the home team. Plus 140 is your payout. Take the, uh, take the Yanks. All right, there you go. Three winners. We just gave you three winners for nothing. You, all you had to do was listen to the first 40 minutes of our nonsense. Um, there was some fallout from our best time zone to watch sports conversation. Boy, Megan Connolly oh, got involved it? and she went crazy about this. And, um, I, I heard everybody. I actually understand everyone better. I, I thought this was a, a slam dunk West Coast wins. But the concerns, well, actually, let me read this email first. Uh, this is hey at extrapoints.com from uh, a fan in the United Kingdom. Where is that check? Rome? That's somewhere out there. 
Uh, hey, Ain't Sal. America, don't matter, right? <laughs> hey, Sal, Shaq, Martin, and Spaghetti. So between 2015 and 2022, I lived in Hong Kong where I would drug myself with NyQuil at 6 p.m. Sunday, sleep until 2 a.m., then watch football until I had to go to work, and then watch the Sunday night football game on my iPad at my desk. COVID and WFH worked out nicely. Now I moved to London. What a wreck. NFL doesn't start until 6 p.m., then by 1 a.m., then Sunday night football's on. There's no way you could stay up. I'm missing any chance in NCAA tournament, MLB, and NHL. This is the Nathan Peterman of time zones for sports. David Bloomquist. Thanks for the note there, David. Yeah, I think, I don't know what to say. If you live in another country, we're just not going to cater to you, right? Um, in terms of scheduling these. But I wonder, and we didn't include it in the poll, but, and Martin brought it up, mountain might be the way to go. That's mountain, right? That's uh, that's a, an hour off from us. Mm-hmm. Because right. then the NFL starts at 11, Right. So when Spaghetti says he can't do can't work out, can't do errands in the morning, you, you got that extra hour. You should be able to take care of most things by 11. And the games start at five, like Major League Baseball first pitch would start at five. So if you're a nine to five or you'll miss a little on the drive home, it seems like a good compromise. Spaghetti, what do you think about that? I hadn't considered Mountain. I'm cool with mountain time. Uh, we should have uh, included in the poll. Uh, yeah. I think a, the extra hour in the morning, the 11 o'clock is very helpful. Uh, I mm-hmm. will say, even if you do want to sleep in until eight, nine o'clock, you have two hours to get your stuff done. I think that's pretty good. And then, yeah, the extra hour when you're commuting, if you have a job uh, at an office, I think mountain is, is a good one. Uh, I think what it comes down to after being, you know, yelled at by Megan Connolly on Megan Mother <laughs> sports, um, it's just your, your personal preference. And it kind of goes back to what Meeball said. Like he thinks you're mentally weak. If you can't stay up late, I think well, it depends silly. if you're, if you're a, crazy. if you're a night owl, you know, yeah. the late, the late nights don't bother you. I rather stay up late on the East coast, watch a Sunday night football game, than wake up very early on a Saturday, right. Sunday morning to watch your, your nine o'clock, 10 AM kickoffs, whatever. So I, uh, it just comes down to personal preference. You know what? Meatballs, you're mentally weak for not waking up at 6 AM every Saturday. Saturday to bet uh, EPL soccer with me. How's that? How's that? <laughs> or French Open tennis? No, I know. Look, of course it's personal preference, but I have news: we're all moving to New Mexico. Extra points is moving oh. to New Mexico for you know eighteen months just to uh, try this out. We'll we'll be around for all see, the sports seasons. To, I, was, uh, I didn't want to do it on Twitter, but that was kind of my thing. It's like, all what's right, that? Mountain time might be the best, but then I got to live in Wyoming. Yeah, Montana. right. No, there's but, some. Know, was, is that what? Well, Wyoming's beautiful. I have to say, I think they get Direct TV. Yeah, we're gonna do it. We yeah, gotta can try you it even out. watch the games in Montana? Like, I, like, does did the satellite go that far? Uh, well, I went fishing with Huey Lewis in Montana, and I tried to watch the NCAA tournament on the river uh, through uh, through my phone, and he was screaming at me because I wasn't uh, taking in the beauty around. Um, I was hoping for Mateen Cleaves to <laughs> dig, dig the Spartans out when I had him as a one seed. But uh, anyway, all right. So that's that. There's a lot to be uh, said. Hey, uh, I'm surprised this isn't a bigger thing. The sports Emmys were announced, not sports any Emmys in general, but the play-by-play nominees. Why do, do we even know who won? Check. Do you know who wins this? Like, I feel like we knew like Alex Trebek won best game show host 11 years in a row. But could you even tell me who's won this? Sports Emmy for play-by-play? No, I couldn't. I, I I know the list because you sent it to me. But yeah, now that you bring it up, I couldn't tell you password. I'm, I would guess Al Michaels. I don't know. They probably go with the guy 
collectively considered the gold standard. So I would so, guess him maybe. Michaels is like, he's kind of like the Belichick of this group. Like he hasn't won since, since 2012. Huh? And well, he shouldn't win. He shouldn't win. I he, thought that, that's exactly what I was about I to like, say. It's, Al it's, Michaels is my way. favorite. Al Michaels yeah. is, is my favorite play-by-play guy or in the, mm. on a very short list uh, over my lifetime. And Charles Barkley, while not a game analyst is a basketball analyst. Right. I don't like this new, this new thing of like, announcing to the audience you're a football announcer or and a basketball and you're telling the audience this brand th- this game in particular stinks don't watch it i i, I don't dig that cynicism you don't right, like thank that you for the no i don't like that and it's not and it's not uh cold hard honesty it's it's a weird um yeah, but you don't like when the play-by-play yeah. guy says the place is rocking more than when springsteen was there the night before either no, so what do you like, like? I didn't like um, that. The nominees this year are Kenny Albert, Mike Breen, Joe Buck, Ian Eagle, Chris Fowler, Al Michaels, Mike Tirico. Martin, who's your pick? Uh, I think uh, I'd have to go with Mike. T- I mean, not Mike Tirico. I don't know why I was about to say that. I'm sorry. Ian Eagle would have to be my guy. Yeah, he's that's what I picked. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing the best job of all of them. But my our overall takeaway when I'm watching this was, who nominated Al Michaels for this? Like, this is, this is like all year I had to hear, but everybody was complaining about how yeah. he was falling asleep in the booth. Kirk Herbstreet's like, I got to go to Boone, North Carolina. Why don't you shut up complaining about us watching an NFL game right now? And he's like, are you watching this game we're watching right now? And it was just the words. I saw, you saw Al Michael was sidelined at an NBA game and he looked more enthused than he did all year last year. I think he's great grandfathered in a and B. I think they worry that he might hang it up unexpectedly and this could be his last one. So they give him a chance to win. Um, But I don't think he should win. I'm with you. I actually like Ian Eagle too. I think he's underrated, which is silly at this point. Very, very smooth. Um, And so I would go with him, but check. I think they, they miss out. Gus Johnson should win this every single year. He's everything you I want don't to know. play by. I feel oh, like that's a, I feel oh, like that's why? a put He's terrific. On. He's terrific. I energy. enjoy him, uh, but sometimes I it's I I feel like a if, if you get me in a cynical mood, I feel like all right, you don't care equally and this enthusiastically about every single game you do. And so but when that's you watch the job, I get that's what it. He's supposed I like to be. Everyone's He's having a good time. You a game. He's not talking to you necessarily, Dave. He's trying to get seven-year-old Martin, who's watching the game with his dad, hooked on the love of whatever this is. So if he's going to announce that Michigan State seven-yard run like it's the last thing he'll ever do, then damn it, let him do it. We're talking about Al Michaels is bored. What do you want? We can't have it both ways. I want my play-by-play guy plugged in and enthused, not falling asleep. I think that's exactly it. If you put Gus Johnson – yeah, if he's calling a flag football game with 11 year olds that you don't know any of them, I, I would listen. I, I, I'd watch and mm. I'd listen for probably 20 minutes. So fair um, point. Fa- You're right. And I can't, I, I was not a huge, but now in hindsight, the gravitas of Summerall being so monotone in the biggest moments when mm. you hear it now, it, it, it feels more important. When you he hear was drunk. it was it wasn't yeah. intentional. Talk about drinking on the job. Yeah, that I was, support that. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really think there should be a special award because you're not allowed to say it sacred cows and all that. But Al Michaels and Curb Herd Street were the worst broadcast team 
mm. in football, at least in 2022. I mean, they're not going to have an award for Al that. Michaels, Al yeah. Michaels, this game stinks and this is terrible. All his snarky cracks uh, about mm. everything. And then Kirk Herb Street updating on us uh, on his rugged travel schedule. Like, oh, sorry that you're getting paid <laughs> millions of dollars for this, fellas. Um, but uh, the other guy, you're exactly right, I think, in homage to Ian Eagle. I, and same goes for Kevin Harlan. Those guys yes. do. Those guys do football and basketball and, you know, I and Eagle, I Harlan also did the March madness tournament and yes, I and yeah. Eagle did. Yeah. They're, I mean, you know, talk about versatility for what that matters. Uh, yeah. Then that those is right. are the two best. So yes, I felt uh, and he's a friend of the show. So I, I would put Harlan in there. Um, not because he's a friend of the show and I would put Gus in there and I would unfortunately take Kenny Albert out and probably, probably Al Michael. Sorry, Al. You had a good run. You don't need my endorsement. That's for sure. Yeah, you'll appreciate this. Back when yeah. I was working with Jenny Taft on a re mm -hmm. regular basis, and I was mm -hmm. practicing my video editing, I edited a cop, a car chase. You know, mm -hmm. LA's famous to put all over local news. Edited a car chase and put Gus Johnson under it. Oh, after, nice. Like, so he's like, oh, look at him. Look at him go. He's, he's got running away from the cop speed. Right. And That's Jenny great. sent it to Gus. And Gus mm -hmm. texted her back and said, that's hilarious. Really? I can't stop laughing. Nice. So, Not good. The first, probably go. the first good deed Jenny Taft ever did. Mean, <laughs> vicious, vicious woman. No, nah, she's the best. I want to I, say for the record, Al Michaels yeah. is perhaps the greatest play-by-play -play guy of all nope. time. No, no, whatever happened this that. past year is forgiven. I mean, go back 1980. He called the, the gold medal game and the miracle on ice. Go back and listen to how great that call is. And then all the football coverage and baseball. He did major league baseball, did the world series and everything. Those By guys way, are the he best. Did, didn't he do a car chase? He kind of was on yeah, the news report for the OJ car chase too. Right. So, yeah. uh, and I mean, he not... was kind of reporting forced at candlestick when the, right. there was an earthquake. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So is he getting an honorary Shecky award? Not this year. A lifetime achievement. I'm just going to ignore 2022. Let's start okay. fresh, Al. You and me. Uh, I do. I, I don't know who's still listening to this, but I'm uh, fascinated with the um, with the winners of this award. In '93, Dick Enberg won. '94, Keith Jackson. '95, Al Michaels. Then Keith Jackson, Bob Costas, Keith Jackson, Keith Jackson, Al Michaels. Joe Buck then wins five years in a row. Hmm. Al Michaels wins two years in a row. Nance wins two years in a row. Nance not nominated either, which is interesting because he's stepping down from uh, from college basketball. And then they get it right. And the one guy we haven't mentioned who really should have won it every year he was involved, Mike Emmerich wins it 10 out of 12 years um, before wow. he retires. Oh, God. I mean, that, that's uh, the, as far as degree of difficulty and handling it like a pro, there was no one better, right? I mean, come on. I agree with that. I think like, but you know, the guy who is, just dynamite uh, at his given sport is Mike Breen. It's sort of yes. like when you see, as we head into these playoffs now, TNT great because we get the Chaz Barkley mm -hmm. wraparound stuff, but on ESPN, we get Mike Breen. So it's a nice yep. trade off. In Mike Breen won last year. He did one in 2022. So, but uh, Emmerich, uh, very, very solid. He's great he too, should come yeah. back. Just come back just for the playoffs. Um, all right. So that's that. What else do we want to uh, cover? That's really it. Oh, good luck to Megan Conley. She's running the Boston Marathon on Monday. Harry, who guessed it um, almost to the second last year, how fast she would run or what she would time out at, has her at 303.49. Poor kid. All she wants to do is uh, go sub three hours, and he guesses 303.49. So that's going to be in her head. And now we're going to have Harry in solidarity walking on a treadmill 
um, for the duration of the marathon, eating all Boston delicacies, Boston cream pie, Boston, New England clam chowder. What else is there, Shaq? Boston market. There's one by him and Boston baked beans. So that'll be good. Right. Good for him. It's nice. That's a nice gift to him. Good for him. It's Megan's uh, victory and he's the one who benefits. That's exactly wins again. What speed is he? Is it? Is it? (laughs) Like who's in control of the speed and the and the incline should on be, this treadmill? Here? Should there be an uh yeah, we don't want to kill him. Wait, hold on. We do want do we want to kill him? Joel, I always get confused with these things. What's we better for the network? Him. I don't know. Yes. All not right. not right now. Not yet. All we, right. Yeah, but it should be yeah, he, he can't be he's gotta walk a couple miles out of this. Well, right? Megan well, fair's fair. fair. Megan Connolly gets to choose how far gets gets to set his over under for miles, right? Interesting. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. actually, Dave, I like that. I like okay. that. Okay. All right. But yeah, then, that is yeah. true. Yes. If he's going to pick her one. time. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll get on that. So that's good. That'll happen. Three hours. I mean, how be, little uh, can you achieve? Right. How little can you achieve in three hours on a treadmill? Like, uh, you got to go. He can't hour. walk three hours. He can't walk three hours. He can't. I mean, could you could, walk three hours? I don't stand? know if I can walk three hours. Could you stand on your feet for three hours? A legitimate question at our advanced age. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, it's I pretty know. embarrassing when Megan Connolly <laughs> is going to be running for three straight hours. If, of course, if Harry, it's embarrassing. Yeah, and for three hours, that's going to be pretty when, bad. When we right? asked Harry why, I was like, "Oh, Harry, well, why are you taking such a you know three hundred three forty nine? Why don't you think she can go sub three hours?" He's like, "Well, she didn't do it last year, and she's a year older." <laughs> <laughs> He's such an idiot. I love it. Well, maybe he it. won't be a year older next year because he'll be dead at the end of uh, of this little <laughs> marathon true. he's going to do. That's true. The beans will do him in. All right. So that's going to do it. Martin Weiss. Lemon For pepper a, a morbid edition of Extra Points. Coffee yeah, I, talk, I told you. I told you this is going to be the most emotional episode. I told you. <laughs> and it, uh, it, uh, it ends in us getting our asses kicked in Venice. Good job, uh, Sheck. We picked from the cap of consequences and that's done. Shaq, you are uh minus three with Kevin Hench coming up today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, the penguins chances are dead speaking to death, but you know what lives forever? Five Stanley cups. Mm. <laughs> Eddie, you have anything to say about that? You well, got a nothing to say to that. You got that's a free five cups in 32 years. That's the Sorry, gold he's standard. Gonna win, he's going to win 900 bucks when the stars hoist the trophy. Uh, I'll just say that the Artemi Panarin ending the Penguins, like that's their last memory of them in the playoffs. Like when with a new streak is going to happen, the Penguins missing the playoffs and their last memory is Artemi Panarin, mm-hmm. the bread man in overtime in game seven. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. And also one Eddie was cup right. in 83 years. That's my response. But Eddie, Eddie was right about you guys resigning all those slugs. Didn't, no, didn't pay off. that's that's didn't, a misread. Pay off. <laughs> that's a misread. It's, right, it's, it's not those guys. Right. They're 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 the victims. We'll discuss it when we're building our mansion in New Mexico uh, in six months. We could uh, hash it all off that so. star off that hot Dallas Stars Cup money. There you go. Uh, reminder to everyone out there: you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 